Now I'm in competition. I want to eliminate the competition. I want, I want to walk in and be the only agent there. So the big question is, what are the top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate, grow their teams and add more transactions year over year while so many struggle? If you ever thought about this, you're not alone. No one has been able to get the answers until now. We spent the last few years helping agents sell billions in real estate, rubbing shoulders with top producers, which got us thinking. How can we expose more people to these insights to help raise the standard in the whole real estate industry? We then realized that we could help bridge the gap by getting secrets from the best of the best so that you can succeed. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets. I wanted to circle back um, on one of the points that, that you wanted to touch on because you, you we briefly hovered over it as your routine. Like getting up in the morning, getting in the office at a certain time, doing you know what you're supposed to be doing. But one of the things that I noticed even on the listing appointment is you have a routine for how you do that. So can you talk about a little bit about the importance of your routine, maybe like what, how you structure your day and what that routine looks like, and then how you adapt it into the different elements and aspects of your business. So just like your listing appointment or maybe your buyer appointment and, and how you basically marry all of those. So, so my routine, my routine is very easy. And again, this takes years and years of practice of doing it. So I get up at six, I'm at the gym, I have a personal trainer two days a week, but I'm at the gym five days a week. These are weekdays. So I, I'm ready to go showered usually by nine, nine fifteen. Um, my mornings are going to consist of prospecting and maybe running around, dropping boxes off, calling listings. So that's going to be, you know, scheduled throughout the week, role playing with the agents. My afternoons are kept free. And those are kept free for those people. If I am prospecting and want to want me to come over that day, then I'm going over with the listing presentation or a buyer appointment. So I, which I need to, you know, I still need to keep time open for listings and buyers. And then evenings, um, usually I'm doing a zoom with some of the new agents, Wednesday nights, date night. Um, and to, so Monday, Tuesday, when Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I do have clients that work and they're full time. They don't get out of work till, till, you know, five thirty, six o'clock. I, I allow that time for showing. And weekends too. I, I don't want to work weekends. I actually would like to be working from nine to eleven a.m. and be done with my day. But it doesn't not not in my favor to do so. But I do work weekends. I am not too good to work weekends because there are a lot of clients that still work that, that can only go on weekends. So that's that's really how my days days are structured. Most of the afternoons are going to be free. But they'll they'll book obviously during the week. But I can't. You know, I can't, I don't, I actually don't like to plan my listing appointments like a week out. Giving, giving them a week to, to think about me coming over is like, oh, let me call Joe from Coldwell Banker. Now I'm in competition. I want to eliminate the competition. I want, I want to walk in and be the only agent there. Once I have competition, now we're, now we're talking about a whole different ball game on the listing presentations. So things to so, keep in so, mind. So speed is the name of the game, just like with everything. Speed to lead, speed I to lead things. So. I think so. I absolutely think so. I mean, it's I can't always get out there, you know, that day. If if somebody calls me and they're 40 minutes away, I'm gonna go tomorrow. And I'm gonna try to keep like today for Thursday. If somebody called me this morning for a listing appointment, I'm going tomorrow because my day's too full. 
Um, and it does happen, obviously. Um, but but spe- I think speed is the name of the game. I don't want you to have the opportunity to call every other brokerage because they're sending flyers to your house because that's how you called me. I don't want I don't want them to have that opportunity. I want to be the only one walking in. And again, if they don't like me, they're going to call another agent. Fine. That's that's whatever you want to do. I don't walk into the listings, you know, oh, I, I've interviewed, especially in the, in the seller's market that we have now, oh, I've interviewed 17 other agents. Well, clearly you haven't made up your mind about selling your house. That's how I, that's exactly what I would say. Well, this guy offered to do it for 3%. Well, then I would absolutely go with that guy for 3%. But here's the deal. I'll do it for 6%. Call me on the second time around or when the deal falls through. Just, you know, I got going to, after 15 years, mic you have drop. an answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mic drop, exactly. Yeah, but you have an answer for everything at this point. It's like, you know, not much stumps me. The only thing will stump me is if somebody is is actually not not assertive, but actually very rude. And then I'll say, I'll give them one more chance to recover and say, is there a reason why you feel the tone is necessary? And is this how our relationship is going to be throughout the whole transaction? If it's a yes, see ya. I'm going to call Peter, give it to him. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll still chase them down. <laughs> I'll hunt him down. Andrew knows this. So that's the mentality difference between you, young hustler trying to get every deal and someone who's... I'm just breaking my teeth, you know, versus yeah. somebody yeah. like Fiona who's, you know, got so much years of experience. and It's not even that. Yeah. She's just, she's set her standards and she's not moving. Yeah. When you're, right. you know, you're right. still in the position where you... Because you, you, you'll like working with a different person than Fiona will. Correct. Period. Like, Correct. definitely. Like, you know... You can, you know, people listen to this call. Some, you like, I think what's interesting is the word you you use the word assertive. There is another word that I think of is polarizing, and like, for example, I'm quite a polarizing character. I mean, in we commonly, I'm not sure if you've ever heard this. Someone will say you're a marmite person, which is kind of your love or your hate. Like people, like because I fucking hate Marmite, but my sister absolutely loves it. Like she lives and dies by that stuff. She's like, just want Marmite on toast all the time, and that's great. But I literally, even the smell of it, I am like, it makes me gag, and that's not a bad thing. Because the good thing about polarizing is, you get people who really dislike you, but then the people that like you actually tend to love you. Right, so you actually get both ends of the spectrum because you get that respect, you know, you get the the, the distaste, and that's fine. You know, you got to choose which avenue you tend to go down. But a lot of the people try and please everyone, in the and then by doing that, they please no one because they don't sit on either corner. They're kind of in the middle, and everyone's like not really sure, and they're trying to please everyone. It's just going down the whole road. That's right. Never go down that road. I've been like this since I can ever remember. Um, it's just my, my personal decision too, where it's like, this is my standard and yeah. like, I don't deviate from it. Um, because uh, like, and it's not an unfair standard. It's not like, you know, ridiculous, you know, it's just my personal standard and that's what I'm, right. I'm happy to do business around. And if you're happy at these terms, then so right. am I, and that's awesome. Right. Um, but I mean, this has been, been fantastic. I mean, Peter, have you got any final questions? I will give Fiona the floor to tell people how, Everyone can learn from it. I, I may have some final off the air questions in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, me so, too. Like, what am I going to eat? <laughs> when, um, how can people get in touch with you, Fiona? If they want to learn from you, you know, get reach out, do whatever. The floor is yours. Tell people how they can get in touch. 
if you want them to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I want to, exactly. Are you, are you worthy? Oh, well, that's another thing that, so with, with the age of recruiting, you know, we'll, we'll call agents on the phone and we'll say, hey, you know, I'm calling with the XP and they're pretty much like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, clicked. I don't want you on my team. You know, it comes back down to, to communication. I mean, we have agents that we don't know that join our team or we work with, we collaborate with, uh, co- co-broker agents. And, and some of them are extremely difficult. It's not just the clients. It's, it's, it's some of the agents. And the biggest problem that, that all of my new agents face is how do we get in touch with an agent that's not answering the phone? And we want to show their listing. Well, if they're really not answering and responding, that listing's already sold because they've sold it themselves. They're just looking to get the buyers off the leads and do, you know, whatever it is. And and just don't be that agent. Be that agent that people want to be around. Be that agent that people want to do business with because that's what's going to get you the repeat business. Absolutely. Fiona, it's been a pleasure having you on. You've definitely, yeah, you're right. definitely going to have some people here going, I love it. And I'm sure you're going to have some people being like, that is some serious assertion right there. <laughs> yeah, like, I, think I think you will divide, you'll divide the listenership, which is fantastic. I mean, you know, you're going to go on to do 45 plus deals this year. And then have you got bigger goals next year as well? I do. I do. That's what my coach said. My coach, that was the disappointing letdown of, I can't believe you haven't made this much money this year. What you, what's, what's your deals next year? What are you doing 2022? Well, my Hold goal next year. On, on this podcast, so you listen back and you go, I said to everybody I was going to do. That's right. All right. Uh, so I'm actually going to hold you accountable. So I'm going to specifically say it to Peter. My goal this year is one listing a week, which is 50 listings. That doesn't include transactions. Okay, fifty so listings. Uh, yeah, so I'm always I'm always willing to help anybody. You know, if anybody wants to call, needs any help, any advice, feel free to reach out. Perfect. So right. Everyone, thanks for listening to this episode, Fiona. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's wonderful. We'll on the next one. Top of that, you can also qualify for free done-for-you marketing. This is the stuff we charge thousands of dollars for with our marketing agency. But instead, we're committed to giving back to this amazing community to see you all succeed. So if you head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com, and we can't wait to have you as part of the community.